Okay, Lady Ada, what is this? Hello, everybody. It is a snow squall outside, which is not the character in the next remake of Final Fantasy VII. It is a big storm, but we're inside, and we're warm, and we're cozy, and we're gonna check in with people around the world who are making stuff. It's time for show and tell. So come on by, get your webcam, get your projects, whatever you're making. Give us uh, two, three minutes of your time, show off your project. We'll call on people, unmute your mic when it's your time, and you'll you'll be joining the StreamYard. And if not, wait patiently, and we'll get to you. We're out of here at 7.55. And don't forget, afterwards, there's an Ada Box unboxing, which is yeah. going to be very exciting, featuring JP and his magical band, right. which is just him. Let's okay, first up. with Aaron. Aaron. And Aaron's screen. Hi, Aaron. Hello. Um, so I'm uh, making a, a treant <laughs> with uh, with the monster mask eyeballs. I'm pretty excited about it. Um, I'm making a full-size, life-size tree in my guest room. And I just have a little quick uh, sort of video here. Shows his, his eyes have like a wood grain tone to him and everything like that. Love the hazel effect there. It's nice. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. And uh, just I have a, a, just a few like slides here just kind of showing. I'm building them out of uh, like those are cardboard uh, tubes from the hardware store that are made for concrete pouring. And then the branches are just made out of uh, cardboard as well. Um, and then the whole tree is made out of this uh, great stuff. Like it's just uh, expanding foam. So I sprayed it all over the cardboard and then sort of carved it down and it just turned out really kind of amazing. So this tree, it looks it looks really real. Um, I went for like an oak tree uh, kind of feel and it's about 12 feet tall um, with the with the eyeballs gonna be about halfway up. Um, and I, I made sort of a suggested ent face, carved it all and painted it, which was a lot of, lots of fun. Um, and I you just love the way the paint job turned out. I, I have oak trees on my property and it just, I, I, they look almost spot on <laughs> exactly like. Oh, you got really great skill too. Look at that beautiful weathering. Yeah, it, it's just, it, it was just, it just worked. Um, so I've got the branches on, I'm um, attaching them with more expanding foam. Um, and this is the, the whole thing. I'm gonna be hanging a bunch of fairy lights from the tree eventually. And then um, I have the, the ant with his eyes. So yeah. That's uh, what I'm working on this week. Um, I want to make him so that when you walk in front of him, the eyes come on um, so that, you know, he doesn't creep people out and people can like sleep in there without uh, without too much terror at night. But that's that's what I'm doing this week. Um, I'm hopefully we'll have uh, have it up and running and start working on a tutorial for how I did it by uh, by the early part of next year. So. All right. All right. Thanks, work. Aaron. Have a wonderful holiday if we don't see you before then. Yeah. All, right, All right. Next up. No, I. Hello. Hey, what's up, everybody? Hey. All right, so we have three things to show. We'll do one minute each. Yeah. All right. So like two <laughs> weeks ago, we did this little, cute, adorable. Uh, what is this thing? It's a, it's an ornament. It's a snap fit ornament with a spinny thing in the center. So we said, let's make it bigger. So we made it bigger. Oh my it's god! Massive. <laughs> it's bigger than my head. Why did we it do is. this? Why? Because uh, fun. White elephant gift. I don't know. We're gonna throw these on the palm trees since that's all we have here in Florida. He's coconut size. I don't know. I'm testing tolerances. It works out very nice. I didn't just scale it. I had to actually parametrically make it bigger. Yeah. All right. So then the next thing, shout out to Pedro for doing this week's Timeless Tuesday. And shout out to Andre, who did this really cool fireplace design. It's meant for mobile phones, but why use a mobile phone when you can use a Pi portal? So we got a little you mobile portal. phone. How else are you going to find new memes? You're right. Yeah. So uh, this makes a really nice picture for him. I mean, come on, look at that. That looks great. 
that so is not printed. This is printed in like copper PLA or something. It looks really shiny and, and brick-like. So that's cool. It's meant for phones, right? But there you go. You've heard of Snap Fit. We have Wedge Fit now. So that just wedges in there. You can get your your diehard, get your diehard memes on there. there I love that. It's just like gift plan. You can do so much with that. Yes, you can. All right. So, All right. so number three. One. Okay, number three. Huge shout out to everybody in the CircuitPython team and especially Liz Clark, who's also a Learn Guide author. And she wrote the code for this one. This is this year's camera slider update. We kind of do one every year. This year we did an update. It's same mechanical design, right? Looks nice. It's modular. Yeah. It's a great thing that it's modular is we can uh, change out the Metro for a tripler feather wing. So we it's have- It's less expensive, smaller, and it now has yeah. a user interface, which yeah, is- Yeah, this is wonderful. nifty. So these are really nice bitmaps that Liz uh, designed. And we can cycle through the different settings. Let's do a five minute one. And don't forget to turn on our little portable 12 volt battery supply. So check out the learn guide. It's, uh, it's a nice one, nice and hefty, kind of like the build. And uh, again, huge shout out to Liz Clark for helping me work on a very fun new tool. We'll yeah, definitely get a lot of use out of it. So we'll we'll go to her a bit. in a little oh, bit. Okay. Excellent. She'll pick, she'll pick it up where you left off. And then exactly. behind you, you got some cool stuff too. Well, you just, oh. As you bent over. Yeah, you got, oh. you got another one. That's next week. To that's be continued. Week. Yeah. That's it. All right. All right. Thank you so much. Uh, and happy holidays. Happy holidays. From Likewise. Us you. Okay. All right. Next up, let's check in with Melissa. Hello. Glowing. He's always going. <laughs> I have been working on a uh, Raspberry uh, on the Raspberry Pi. I've been working on porting the animated gift player I made for the Charlie Plex display over to Pi TFT. And you can kind of see there, it's playing it here, and that's all written in Python. And using the pillow library to decode the uh, animated GIF. Okay. All right, looking good start. We're going to see if we can speed that up a little bit in a couple ways. But for small GIFs, it could be a good little player. Exactly. Right. And then uh, we want to add, like, uh, maybe if you... It can read several out of a folder, and maybe you touch the screen, it can go to the next one, something yeah. like that. Yeah, it's interesting how hard it is to play animated GIFs without X. Like, if you just want on the terminal, it's like it's kind of like surprisingly not easy. <laughs> but uh, we're doing it. It's happening. Yeah. Right. Looks great. More Thanks. coming. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Melissa, and happy holidays. Happy holidays. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Next All up, right. let's go to Katney and Roy. Katney and Katney's assistant. Yes. Hello. Hello. So this is my Christmas tree. Last week, uh, I came on with a wreath that was controlled by Circuit Playground Blue Fruit. But as you can see, we have decided to go bigger. Um, and the other thing that happened was a lot of changes to the LED animation library. Um, initially, we had the three three basic animations, Comet, Sparkle, and Blink. Um, now there are a lot more. And um, Roy can explain. Uh, well, also, there's crashes. It's great. Um, it's good, even when it's, when it's crashing. <laughs> you boot your Christmas tree. We're going to boot we have been yeah, booting your Christmas tree. Special. <laughs> Um, but Roy can explain some of the stuff that he did with the animation library um, because it's a little beyond me. Uh, okay. Right. You do the hardware, he does some software. All right, so. Roy, what did you do to this tree? Uh, so I added the uh, sort of a, a thing called um, an animation group, an animation sequence that you can use to group together um, a bunch of different things. So we have um, animation sequence here that the blue fruit is controlling. 
So it tells it to go to the next animation sequence, and each of those is um, a different thing, like a comet. Um, I think I added Rainbow Comet as a color wheel, of course, because we all hate color wheel, right? Um, <laughs> and um, added a bunch of abilities to change the colors as it animates. It's also using the experimental pixel buff um, uh, that's being added to CircuitPython, and hopefully we'll be able to wrap that up and get it merged soon. Um, they have a lot of incentive now because you're like, you're like, like everyone's going to be like, I want that tree. Yeah, and, the, and uh, the beauty of it is it makes it so much faster. It's about five to ten times faster than um, just straight Python. So uh, lets us do lots of really cool animations. And I added two more fun things that let you, instead of having, like this is one big strip, but you just, if you see some of the animations go sideways, um, that's using the thing that pretends to be a NeoPixel strip, but it's just a group of pixels by number. That's nice. Interesting. So, yeah. Usually you have to do like really complicated mapping, but you're, you, you know, Python is really good at like list comprehension, like making lists and, and sorting them and slicing them. Exactly. So this looks really neat. All right. Well, oh, your cool. tree looks beautiful. I love all the ornaments. You guys look like you had a really good time putting it yeah. together. Go to tree. Pretty much. Okay. All right, thank, anyway. you. thank you, right. All right. Have a wonderful holiday. Yeah, Have a wonderful, holiday. blinky, glowy holiday. All right. Thank you. Next up, we're going to go to Brent, who's only about 30 feet from here, but um, it'll be like he's a million miles away. Yeah, I'm a million miles away, 30 feet from here. Um, this past week, I've worked on something that's not out yet for a board that's also not out yet, but it will be out by next week, and so will the guide. Um, I worked on a... Jupiter, so we have Jupiter for CircuitPython and it works pretty well, but if you want to do anything like data visualization, you can't really do it because it runs on the board itself. Um, but so let me share my screen so I could, uh, my entire screen works. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. So um, on the right hand side over here, we have a Jupiter notebook and on the left, uh, we have a MCP2221, which isn't out yet. It's a USB-C board, and it can do um, CircuitPython libraries that run on your computer. So everything's running on my computer, and nothing's running on this board itself. And it's connected to uh, an LSM3083 uh, AGR accelerometer via Stemma. So any Stemma-compatible sensor, like um, thermal camera or a gesture sensor, you can plug right into an MCP and start using it with CircuitPython libraries on computer. Uh, so um, all of this will execute my computer. So um, this will install the Python software packages and installs really quickly because it's not running on a board. And then um, this one will just kind of initialize the I2C connection to the accelerometer. And then this last one uses matplotlib and uh, the interactive view on Jupyter Notebooks. And it creates a three-plot graph. And you can kind of see it over here. And we'll expand it. And so if we take the accelerometer, and I kind of already spoil it by grabbing it, but if we tilt the x downwards, we can kind of watch the axis decrease as well, and then kind of see it go up. And then same with the y. So it's like, it's not 100% real time, but it's really quick. And if you want to do any type of data visualization with your sensors, uh, this is definitely the best way to do it right now. And we'll have a guide about this shortly. All right.
right. Awesome. Thank you so much, Brent. All right. Thanks, Brent. Coming soon. Very exciting. Next, Next up, we're going to go to Liz. Liz, okay, Liz, you want to do part two of the slider? Hey, Liz. Um, yes, uh, as Noe said, um, I wrote the code for the updated slider um, that went live today. Uh, it's got some bitmaps and user interface, which um, I think makes it like a little bit easier to operate and also be able to like tell what's going on. And in the learn guide, I um, kind of go step by step through what each part of the code is um, doing. Uh, kind of, I find that personally pretty helpful um, when I'm working on projects just to see exactly how everything's working. So that is you did great. I loved, I loved your walkthrough. So oh, thank you so much. <laughs> and um, then I have another project I've been working on that I finally got to fairly completed stage um, yesterday. I'm not sure if it's as impressive as Katni's tree, um, but it's my first uh, woodworking project. Uh, I cut this uh, tree form out of piece of plywood and then I have these 3D printed mounts in the back holding um, NeoPixel buttons in um, and then these are just some plastic like ornament baubles and it's all hooked up to Circuit Playground Blue Fruit and I've got some different animations programmed in. Um, it's got like a green and red one, uh, another like kind of multicolor one. This is cool. Um, we so tree. This is a trend. <laughs> yes. Right I'm calling it. Yeah. 2019, yeah. you are the blue fruit trees. Yeah. So this has been really fun to work on. Um, and there's going to be a learn guide coming up for it. So. Yeah. All right. Very cool. All right. Well, your tree I, right. I, is also a beautiful tree. If you want a sticker. Gonna, oh, it's a cat. Okay. There's a cat. Oh, hi, cat. It's little Harriet. Yeah. Yeah. Time for attention. Hi, Catherine. All right, Catherine. All right. Thanks, Liz. Thanks, Thanks Liz. All right, next up, we're going to go to Quinn. Quinn. Hello, Quinn. Hey, Quinn. How are you? Welcome. What you got going on? Um, so, so, so we were on the show a few months ago, I don't know if you remember, with yeah. some type of derby cars. Yep. And uh, we've been trying to get on for about six weeks, just our schedule hasn't worked out. But Quinn wants to show you something we worked on for uh, Halloween this year. So a little bit late for Halloween. but uh, This is the best place and the best time for Halloween. You have a full year now to get ready we're for closer to We're closer to Halloween than, than ever before. <laughs> yes. All right. I'm old, that? so she's going to talk. Okay. So my favorite, I would, for Halloween, I was my favorite YouTuber, and she also had made this book, and there's a torch, and I was actually this character, and we made the torch for my costume. Cool. It was we made it out of an Arduino Pro Mini, a 12 LED Neo Pixel ring, a USB power bank, a recycled switch, and we hot glued it into a painted paper towel roll, and we put wax paper frames. And it's cool. Turn it on. Let's see this thing. Ooh. Oh, that turned out great. That's that a really looks nice awesome. Effect. Yeah, it's got a flickering effect too. Wow, you really took it to the next level. That looks great. It actually looks like a real flame yeah. over video. You can't tell. All right. All right. All right. So you have also the three wolves, right? Where's. <laughs> like, yeah. All right. Next. Yeah. The other ones on the back too. So. Okay. Yeah, they look nice. All right. Well, this is great. All right. Um, good work, Quinn. Email. Uh, supportedadafruit.com and the only thing that project is missing is as seen on the show and tell sticker you could put it somewhere on the we'll do that thank you 
All right. Yeah. Well, great work with that torch. It looks really good. Right. And you still have a pl plenty of time between now and the, the next Halloween coming up to do more yeah. projects. So keep coming. Keep coming back. Yeah. When you make another project, come back. I want to see the next project you work on. Okay. Yeah. Good work. Yeah. All right. Bye, Quinn. Okay. Next up, we're going to go to Chris. I don't have a Christmas tree. That's all right. So we got Google Fiber and they replaced our TV box. And the new TV box does not have a clock. And I didn't realize how much we use that clock. So why go to Walmart and spend $8 on a clock when you can spend $300 on your own clock? Right. Exactly. Actually, this is, uh, <laughs> this is stuff from my junk bin. It's got a OLED display. The clock needs Linux. <laughs> it, 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 it's running. Um, there's a Raspberry Pi right. Wi-Fi in there. You can buy these from Adafruit, but you can print them a lot cheaper. I know. Yeah. That's nice. <laughs> you don't have to worry uh, about kernel crashes when it's on paper. Yeah. The case is wood. Uh, you can cycle through several displays. There's the uh, seven segment, a binary clock, uh, word clock. Wow, that's beautiful graphics work there. And there's the uh, next showing of the Adafruit show and tell, and we're live now, so there's the live button. That's the, that's what's on. I need this clock. Yeah. Things uh, to do for the future. And of course, it has a web page that you can configure the brightness. You can switch to AM or uh, AM PM or 24 hour mode. Oh, this is great. That's pretty what much it. Right up. This is a great project. The only thing that's missing is the, um, yeah, the show yeah. and tell sticker here <laughs> and the, the forever blinking 12 o'clock VCR mode. Yeah. And oh, I like that. Only the only the folks the over about, over maybe thirty. Now, yeah, because every TV box yeah. now it's all internet connected. So within yeah. you know an hour, once it connects, it gets the right time. Which is why it's actually been useful. Yeah. But historically, yeah, they, they wouldn't even spend like the ten cents to put a lithium battery in, so it would keep the time when there was a power outage. Yeah. Well, that's a great project. Email support at Adafruit. And if there's any details about the project, you can email me PT. Yeah, Adafruit. we'd love to post it up. Uh, that looks cool. Very cool. All right. Next up, we're right, going nice to go work, to Richard A. Richard, make it up on the screen here. Hey, you guys. Hey, um, your screen as well. Okay. So I uh, just got a Pi Portal, um, and I've been working on uh, doing MQTT uh, and like an interface for Home Assistant. So what's going on here is on the Pi Portal, I've got these two buttons. So I'm going to try and trigger Press the button. one of those oh. buttons, and you can see it updates in the home assistant uh, it's also pulling the light value from the light sensor and the the temperature sensor value um, it's displaying the temperature and the the light value on the screen here as well and i've got a placeholder for the two feeds so i want to be able to pull um, two feeds from home assistant like as you can see i've tapped into one bus away uh, in this this is my test server for home assistant um, and so it tells me what uh, time the next three buses are coming so being able to pull that kind of information in there, the buttons will trigger to um, like an automation in there. Uh, and then of course uh, I have a motion sensor attached to it. So that's gonna um, tie into it. This is kind of uh, based on a couple of sensor nodes that I've done uh, in my home here, but I've been wanting to do it uh, for the, uh, the Pi portal. And uh, so thanks Phil for giving me the chance to do that and write a guide for it. Uh, and I got a lot of help from Carter um, on Discord uh, dealing with the UI. Uh, this is actually my first CircuitPython project. Um, really, it's my first Python project. So uh, I'm getting used to it, but uh, it's uh, it's coming along. Yeah, you're learning a lot. I mean, hopefully, it, you know, if, if you as you find bugs or issues, we'll we'll update them. There's nothing like the beginner eye to uh, to unveil 
what's going really going on with our, with our uh, tutorials documentation, but it looks really good. And uh, yeah, I think it'll be really useful to tie Home Assistant in with Pi Portal. I think it's a, it's a match made in home heaven. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All open source, Richard, all the time. Much. Thank you, Richard. All right. Okay, next up, next up. Drew in Berlin. Hi, Drew in Berlin. Hello. Uh, so last week I had uh, was working on trying to get MakeCode um, Make Arcade working on the game Pup Cape with Pocket Beagle. Uh, so just wanted to do a demo here. Have a game called uh, to have the the Flappy well, Falling Duck game. So <laughs> I'm going to load it up here. Maybe see if I can uh, play it successfully. I'm actually pretty bad at uh, the the duck game, but I'll give it a go here. Oh, I died. Um, it's so hard. It is really hard. Um, but uh, anyways, uh, I'm going to write up a learning guide for this so other people, if they have the game pub cape um, in the pocket beagle, they can run uh, make code arcade on it. So that's um, so cool. You just download uh, the instead of a uh, you have two files, an L file, and then that gets loaded onto the uh, onto the pocket beagle and then just runs on there. So yeah. Oh wait, hold on. There. Wait, you're oh. doing it. You're doing it. Oh, okay. A little bit farther that time, but. <laughs> all right. Um, thanks so much, yep. Drew. All right, thanks, doing. Drew. Looking good. Right. And uh, thank you. Uh, excited Happy to see holidays. all this make code stuff happen. Happy yeah. holidays to you and life. All right. Yeah. Thanks. Okay. We have three more people, and we've got about five minutes. So if everyone keeps to like a minute or so, we'll be able to get to everyone. Uh, Colin uh, is from our team. Uh, just popped in. So Colin, what do you got? Uh, what have I got? I've got a new app. We've got a new app. There we do. Yeah. Playground that works with the Circuit Playground Bluetooth. It yeah. just happens to be levitating in front of me. We've got a lot of interaction here. NeoPixel mode to trigger animations. Yeah. All sorts of animations. And I, I like the speed all. slider on that too. You can make it speed, speed slider is, uh, yeah. is handy for sliding. Yeah, it's cool. Speed. Uh, yeah, and setting colors. Anyway, I can't go through all the stuff right now. There's the simply piano. not enough time. Play the piano. Play the piano. But musical stylings of Colin. Okay, I'm getting a lot of requests for songs for pianos. That's cool. Can and then rocking out. And then last one, do the accelerometer, just because that's that's kind of. All right, fun. you could do that. Yeah. Oh look, it's it's oriented yeah. upside down because technically it is. So if yeah. you booted it up when it was flat in the desk. You could see. All right, and this is available now in the Apple Store App Store. So check it out, everybody. We're really happy about this. It is. Mm -hmm. Trust me. Her relative. Yeah, it's moving. It's moving. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We believe. Yeah. All right, yeah. Colin. Thank you for coming by. Now. Thanks, y'all. Right. Yeah, JP will probably be showing this on the unboxing. All right. I'm guessing. We're gonna go to Kathy, and we're gonna go to Chris Daly. So on here. Okay, Kathy. Hello. Hi. Hey, so. I'm writing a guide about making um, ear warmers in three different versions. A really simple one is just using the LED wire, which is not programmable. Um, and then I've got this make code version where I've got some nice diffusion going on. This is all felted sweaters and I really like the way that that mm. came out. And then um, I'm still working on the CircuitPython version where I'm going to reprogram the Gemma so that it um, reads the temperature. And Amberella wrote the code for me, and I tested it out, and it worked, and then somehow I broke it. So I have to do that again. That's okay. But, um, 
but it turns blue when it's below 65 degrees Fahrenheit and turns red when it's above that. And I took it outside where it's 23 where I am right now and it worked fine for one for one minute. Okay. Well, yeah, that's what that's what it's like to writing books and writing content, writing guides. You, you got to yeah. struggle a little bit to make it easy for the beginners, but you'll figure it out. Yeah. It'll be glorious. All right. Well, those look nice and toasty. And uh, I hope you're keeping warm where you're at. Yes. All right. Thank, All right, Kathy. thank you, Kathy. All right. Coming soon. Chris Daly, what you got going on? Hi, I wanted to first uh, say thank you for publishing my first learn guide, which was about um, how to use these art canvases to as a Raspberry Pi enclosure. And so the larger one behind yeah, me is from fantastic. the learn guide. Um, and I am now working on a second learn guide um, with these smaller five by seven inch canvases. And the idea is to, uh, I call this guy the gargoyle. Um, the idea is to not use a Raspberry Pi, but use the Blue Fruit as the primary computer that you'll you'll control it with, and it's connected to the Halloween um, power ground and a UART receive and transmit. Um, so I haven't programmed it yet, but the idea is the Halloween will listen on the UART for mm -hmm. things to do, change the lights, put messages on the screen, um, and then I'd like to be able to use the phone to send things through the, um, you know, to the Bluetooth and then have it control the Halloween. Um, so there it is. And there's also some NeoPixels in the back for a little extra okay. color and light. Yeah. Those are cool. Oh, characters. This is fantastic. Thanks for doing one of the things that we always think is really important with any type of tool, like a programming language. Um, can artists make art with it? And, you know, can you do things with CircuitPython? And we see a lot of artists specifically. Um, there was uh, an artist in the newsletter that we just put out. Yeah. Uh, they had, it was called Engineered Sandwich. And it was a beautiful light sculpture. And that was very hard to do in the past, but now it's very easy. And now that you have um, displays and other things with um, the Halloween and the Circuit Playground and Bluefruit, you'll be able to do all this stuff. And you know, it shows up as a USB drive. You can change the things that you need to do. And you can spend time on the, the art and not have to worry about, you know, let me recompile the kernel to just make this glow blue. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I took pictures of the construction of this, and so I'll put a learn guide together for this one too. Fantastic! All right, thank you so much. All right, thanks. great art. Right. And, and if thank you want to stick around, you know, we just, you know, thank I get you. the first. Yeah, <laughs> and thank you for finishing right. on time. We're gonna go to the unboxing. Next. That's right. That's our show. Um, thank you, everybody. We're gonna be here next week, Christmas Eve. We're gonna be here on New Year's Eve. So we don't have any friends. <laughs> no, they're all our friends. Oh, right. in the uh, in the electronic. Sorry world um that's that's that, that's where we hang out okay so we'll see everyone um so come around uh, show your projects next week and the week after um and then in the next one minute 20 seconds ada box 14 unboxing with jp we're going to be in the chat so come by on discord yep. if you've got questions we can answer them go to the live broadcast it'll be there yep. even though we will physically not be on video we will be there yeah, we have fifteen thousand friends here thank you that's true. That's, true. that's how we roll you can't fit them all in one building now. I know, it's true. Not up to code. Yeah. Okay, thanks everybody. All right, bye everybody. Bye everybody.